DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sports book, but also America's top-rated sports book. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Just listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you will win $100 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's up, what's up, what's up, basketball fans? Welcome to another episode of L.A. Courtside podcast brought to you by the basketball podcast network and i am your host la ray well the season is over finally for the uh, la clippers as they lose 130 to 103 a couple of games uh, i'm sorry a couple of days ago against the phoenix suns and they lose that series four games to two but i tell you what the clippers don't have anything to be ashamed about i think they got further than a lot of people may have thought even or especially, I should say, not even, especially after the loss of Kawhi Leonard. They played about as well as they could play. Uh, the Phoenix Suns just had too much in the long run, especially Chris Paul, as he just pretty much destroyed the Clipper team by going 16 out of 24 and scoring 41 points. By far his best playoff game of his career. But like I said, the Clippers really don't have anything to be uh, ashamed of. They finished the season in uh, second place in the Pacific Division. They went 47-25 and 25 in the shortened 72-game season. And they had a pretty nice run. And as Paul George said in an interview after this particular game, uh, he stated that if Kawhi Leonard was playing, that he thought the Clippers may have went all the way. And that may very well be true. Obviously, we would not know that. But... Um, you know, a lot of NBA pundits think that the Clippers had what it took to make it all the way to the NBA Finals before that Kawhi Leonard injury. And I tend to agree. They have a very, very good team. They have a lot of nice pieces to build upon for next year. So, you know, there's going to have to be some decisions made, of course. 
starting with the Reggie Jackson decision on whether or not you're going to re-sign him. He played so well in the playoffs that he gained himself millions of dollars. And whether it's the Clippers or some other team, Reggie Jackson is going to be in high demand and he's going to get paid big time. So the Clippers are going to have to have or make a tough decision there. They'll make a decision on whether or not to bring back uh, like Rondo, Patterson. You know, I don't think either one of those two guys will return. Boogie Cousins is a possibility of returning, you know, like maybe on a one-year contract just to back up like Zubac or something like that. Other than that, this team is in place, and uh, I'll be talking more in uh, future episodes about the NBA draft and free agency and what I think the Clippers uh, will or can do in both of those situations. But going back to this game, the 130-103 to game, Again, the Phoenix Suns were just a little bit too deep, and the Clippers were just playing a ton of minutes, especially Paul George and Reggie Jackson, out of necessity because of the loss of Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Paul George in this game was only 6 of 15, uh, 1 of 6 from 3, and Paul George, as I mentioned in my last episode, he played like 150 more minutes than the next closest player in these playoffs that are left playing. So, you know, fatigue may have caught up with Paul George. You know, 6 out of 15, not not one of his better efforts. He did score 21 points, as I mentioned. Tied for the team lead in rebounds with 9, along with Marcus Morris Sr. So, Paul George, he laid it all on the court. You know, he laid it all out there, and he should be commended because a lot of people is on his case, including myself from last year in the bubble playoffs. You know, not going to revisit that story again. But Paul George is on a mission this year, and he proved to a lot of people that, yes, he is a top-tier player. Now, whether you not whether or not you call him a superstar or not, that's kind of schematics. I mean, the guy's on the borderline of being a very, very good player and a superstar. And I would put Paul George in the latter category as a superstar. That kid, can he can really ball when he puts his mind to it. But in this game, again, uh, just didn't have enough to overcome uh, Phoenix and Chris Paul. Reggie Jackson, the aforementioned Reggie Jackson, was 4 out of 12, only 2 of 7 from beyond the arc, and he only scored 13 points. Not one of his stellar performances either. And fatigue may have been uh, or may have set in on Reggie Jackson as well. Marcus Moore Sr. probably had the best game of the uh, Clippers. In this game six loss, he was nine out of 17, four out of 11 from beyond the arc, and he scored 26 points. So he played pretty well. Other than that, only uh, Boogie Cousins, you know, he scored 12 points, but uh, Batum, Nick Batum scored nine. But you didn't get much out of the rest of the players. Luke Kennard, he only scored three points. But again, this kind of puzzles me with uh, Ty Lue, uh, the minutes that Luke Kennard gets. They're, they're really not consistent. I think next year, when he starts this uh, four-year, $64 million contract, they're going to have to give him some more minutes, try to find some more minutes for uh, Luke Kennard because if the guy can't do anything else, he can shoot when he's open. His defense leaves much to be desired, but he can shoot the pill. So they're going to have to find some more minutes for him next year. So the Clippers, again, season over, but nothing to be ashamed of. Definitely nothing to be ashamed of. This team 
going into next year will be one of the top teams in the West. And, you know, it, 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 we'll be looking for them to make it to the Western Conference Finals, barring injury. Now, one of the key things this offseason, not only is the Reggie Jackson signing or non-signing going to be key, Kawhi Leonard, there's already rumors out there that the Dallas Mavericks and or the Miami Heat will be going hard after Kawhi Leonard. Of course, Kawhi Leonard is in the final year of his contract. It is a player option, which means, of course, he can re-sign with the Clippers, of course, or he can walk away from the Clippers. Maybe the Clippers can do a sign and trade if he doesn't want to play for the Clippers. But, you know, Miami, you know, that could be a nice destination for somebody like Kawhi Leonard. Who wouldn't want to play in Miami? You know, Miami Beach, South Beach. Kawhi Leonard doesn't seem like that type of guy. You know, it needs to be hanging around in South Beach, you know, that crowd, but you never know. So does he want to stay in L.A. or does he want to move on? Now, another rumor that's floating around out there is that he was disenchanted with the medical staff of the Clippers, you know, regarding his um, his knee. Now, keep in mind, when he was with San Antonio and he got injured back then, he had an issue with the medical staff in San Antonio. So. I'm not sure if this is just a Kawhi Leonard thing or is it an organizational thing? You know, they're trying to rush him back on the court and he feels he's not ready. And if he feels he's not ready, then he should not be rushed back on the court. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the dynamics are of that. But that is the rumor already floating around the season. Uh, the Clippers season has only been done for a few days. And there's already rumors floating around regarding Kawhi Leonard and his issues with the medical staff of the Clippers. So that's going to be a very interesting offseason to see what happens with Kawhi and then the rest of the Clippers. And then, again, what they're going to do in free agency and or the draft. So even though the season is over, this podcast is not going to be over. Uh, of course, the Lakers were eliminated earlier in these playoffs. And this particular podcast, we focus on the Clippers and the Lakers. So again, even though the season is over for both of those teams, I will be doing future podcasts. They'll only be uh, once a week or maybe twice a week in some instances where I'll be talking about the free agency um, uh, season that, that'll be coming up and what do the Clippers need to do to get better? What do the Lakers need to do to get better? I'll also talk about the NBA draft as it relates to the Clippers and the Lakers. And I'll also be talking about other NBA news as well as it comes along and then any other topics you know like music you guys know I'm a old school music fan and I will talk music maybe a little LA culture things like that so the podcast will go on even though the basketball season is over and also on my new YouTube channel which is called LA Courtside I will be featuring uh, for example, all-time Laker players like videos and documentaries on, you know, the history of the Lakers or the history of the Clippers and things like that. Uh, very, very excited to launch that uh, YouTube channel again entitled L.A. Courtside. Sort of like a spinoff of this podcast here that, by the way, is brought to you again by the Basketball Podcast Network and sponsored by DraftKings.com. So look forward to a lot of a lot of content coming up. 
Again, just because the season is over doesn't mean that the content will stop. I will continue to provide content on this uh, podcast platform and on the YouTube channel all the way until the season starts in 2021 later on this year. And then hopefully the Clippers can get better and the Lakers can get better. Don't worry, Laker fans. Haven't forgotten about you. Most of these uh, episodes in the last couple of weeks have been about the Clippers because they were still in the playoffs. But now that they have been eliminated, the Laker talk will uh, begin again. And, uh, you know, there's some things that the Lakers need to do. For example, I think the Lakers need shooters. They need shooters. And they're going to have to have some decisions as well. Do they bring back uh, Dennis Schroeder? I'm not so sure. Not so sure if Schroeder's going, coming back, especially after Magic Johnson said that the guy, paraphrasing, almost like the guy's not a Laker or, you know, not part of the Laker family or whatever he said. It was really, really negative. The Lakers need shooters. You know, when I started talking about free agency, the Lakers, for example, need a guy like uh, Dougie McDermott of Indiana, who's a free agent. I call him Dougie McBuckets. You need somebody out there that could just flat out shoot. I don't care if you go get the corpse of J.J. Redick. They need somebody who can spot up and shoot the ball. When LeBron James drives to the basket, defenses collapse on him, and he passes it out. They pass around perimeter and maybe to Schroeder, and he may shoot up the brick. Caruso's not the best shooter in the world. You need somebody that can come in there and just can flat out shoot. That's what the Lakers need. And, you know, will they be – uh, the same team coming back later this year, you know, they AD, they'll be all healthy. AD will be healthy. LeBron James will be healthy. Will they be able to come back and uh, make a deeper run in the playoffs? They're going to have to have some help. Palinka's going to have to, you know, work some sort of magic. And and they're also going to need uh, a center, in my opinion. You know, I think, you know, a lot of people, myself included, NBA pundits think Palinka may have gotten a little cute by letting uh, JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard both go. Let them both go. And uh, Mark Gasol just didn't work out the way that the Lakers thought he would. You know, maybe you go back out and bring a JaVale McGee back. Maybe you go back and bring a Dwight Howard back. Not sure of their contract status right now, but they do need some help at center, the Lakers I'm referring to. So both of these teams, the Clippers and the Lakers, they both have work to do for next season. As again, I think both of these teams have um, top four, at least, talent in the Western Conference. And as far as the Lakers go, LeBron James only has a couple of years left, you know, before Father Time definitely catches up to him because it's catching up to him now. But he still has a couple of strong years left in the tank. And if they surround him with some better shooters, I think the Lakers can be right up there where the Phoenix Suns are right now. And also the Clippers as well. As you know, this podcast, Clipper-centric, Laker-centric, I want to eventually see them both meet in the Western Conference Finals. That's what L.A. Courtside Pod is all about, baby. So, Laker fans, Clipper fans, we're heading to an offseason. You know, let's see how both management teams do. And, um, again, I'll keep the content coming. So, look for future episodes of L.A. Courtside Pod. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at LA Courtside Pod. And also, again, I'd like to thank the Basketball Podcast Network for putting on this podcast. And again, thank our sponsor, DraftKings.com. And if you don't want to miss any of the upcoming 
episodes where I'll be talking about the draft and free agency and other things. Uh, wherever you get your podcast from, whatever platform you use, whether it's Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, uh, make sure you go to the, that particular platform and subscribe, comment, rate, and review. I really would appreciate it. And with that, basketball fans, especially L.A basketball fans i'm gonna leave it there and until the next episode of la courtside peace